You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, April the 19th, and we come off a nice weekend of Phillies baseball. All you can ask for going into a series, especially a series against a good baseball team, a quality baseball team, a playoff team from last year, a team with a lot of good players, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, obviously a, a lot of talented dudes. Um, two or three. That's all you can ask for. And the Phillies made it happen, uh, winning two of three over the weekend. Coming in Friday, the bats get going. We'll dive into each of these games. Saturday, um, almost a lost cause from the beginning, Matt Moore. We will definitely talk Matt Moore. And then Sunday, of course, the uh, Aaron Nola masterpiece. Just the uh, signature outing of his career. You know, Aaron Nola, um, been waiting for that complete game for, for such a long time, had talked about it and uh, you know when asked about last year the seven inning complete game you know would he feel like that was a complete game and and he's like no it wouldn't feel like a real complete game to me I want to go nine and and then you hear after yesterday's game that he went to Girardi before the ninth and said he'd fight him if he took him out and all that good stuff so um, I'm really happy for Arnola yesterday just a, a brilliant Brilliant, brilliant outing, and and a big weekend for the Phils. And of course, we'll dive into to each of the games, um, and look ahead as, of course, a uh, a big return, a homecoming of sorts, coming up uh, starting tonight uh, at Citizens Bank Park. We'll we'll talk about that coming up, but um, big big series win this weekend. You know, a Phillies team that had lost. Five of their last six had really struggled on the road trip coming home, um, especially after the way they, you know, they got the, the rain out on Thursday. The DeGrom game prior to that, losing the doubleheader uh, the way they did, speaking of Aaron Nola, and, uh, and just the, the lifeless effort after just a, uh, a frustrating turn of events. It really was. And, uh, and for them to come home and, and take care of business against the Cardinals, um, was necessary and it was good to see and it's what a a good baseball team would do so uh, I think you come out of this weekend feeling good about this team Um, certainly feeling better than you did after that tough week but look all teams have tough weeks and they had a good week to start the season then a bad week maybe they can settle into who they'll be for the rest of the season at least coming up you know over the next uh, few weeks and month and obviously it is a grind man it's such a grind and uh, you forget it till you're in it um, and, and we'll look at the standings later just to uh, kind of show what a grind it is. If the uh, Let's put it this way. Uh, if you haven't looked at the Major League Baseball standings, I'll just say that uh, I, I, would, I would wager to guess that the, uh, the standings as they look today will not look like they look at the end of the season, but we'll get to that later. Um, but, you know, look, Phillies uh, avoid going under five hundred. For the first time this uh, season, staying above 500, going from 7-7, seven, 8-7, seven, seven, uh, a game back in uh, the division by the Mets. So 
Um, we'll talk about that later, but uh, for now, let's uh, let's dive into the weekend's action. As again, it was a uh, a good weekend for the Phillies and a, and a weekend to revel again. Look, uh, still the road issues are a problem. We talked last week about how much their struggles, the the astounding numbers of, of their struggles on the road the last three years. But um, we'll have to keep our eye on that and see if that that continues not to trend. But for now, um, again, uh, a good win, a good series win at home this weekend. So let's dive into it. Obviously, going back to Friday night, a uh, a nice nine to two win, uh, as easy a victory I suppose as they've had all season. Now they did get some help from the win from the Cardinals uh, early on, but it was a win they needed. You know, after that, you know, we just talked about that uh, that series in New York and Bryce Harper coming out and saying what he said about. Uh, that we talked about on the show last week about um, how they need to be better, he needs to be better, the strikeouts aren't acceptable, and all that stuff. Um, really nice to see them come out and look. You take them, you can get them. Yes, that six uh, six run uh, second inning for the Phillies was aided by uh, a ball that clearly was taken away by the wind. Uh, yes, it was aided by a, a a rare Nolan Arenado error. Um, or I guess it wasn't technically an error, but it was, a uh, not a Nolan Arenado play that he usually makes. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a blue pit, but ultimately the Phillies, um, after going scoreless in the first, you know, make it happen in the second, a, a Gene Segura double, a Zach Eflin bases loaded hit by pitch and Andrew McCutcheon bloop single. And then a, a Harper legit double to deep right center, um, puts them up six, nothing. And they needed that after the series in New York, the bats going silent. Um, they came out and however they did it, they grinded out runs and that was all Zach Eflin would need as Eflin was, was absolutely awesome. Uh, he cruised the Phillies, uh, added a couple more runs, JT Romito, two run shot in the seventh and then a, uh, an extra one in the eighth to make it nine, two after Eflin had given up a couple, but Zach Eflin, I think, uh, looking back on Friday night, really the, the story, of the night we talked and look, I think you saw it on Sunday with Noah, we'll talk about it, but the idea of of one of the things about having legit and and obviously the ace thing is uh you know something that's talked about but but let's just take the the ace ace the Jacob deGrom you know unrealistic level out of it even though the numbers of Aranola uh you know some of the stats uh that were put out there after the game you know most innings pitched since uh 2018, Corey Simon put out there uh, best ERA after Degrom and Cole since that period or, or the last two three years. Like he's been um he's been a really great pitcher. But um, regardless, I think forgetting that that the labels, the bigger thing is is what you want from having really good pitchers at the top of your rotation. What you get from those guys is is the slump busters, the streak busters, the guys that that you know don't allow you to go on prolonged periods of sustained failure you know what i mean like obviously eventually your bats have to hit and all you have to put up runs but when you have guys go out in this spot like zach eflin did and granted they put up some runs for him but the phillies needed this game coming off of that met series coming home they needed this game in a big way they need to win the series but this game in particular um avoiding a slide especially with matt moore the next night on the hill they needed it and eflin was awesome you know, he really was awesome. Seven innings, two earned, six hit, uh, six strikeouts, no walks, six hits. So uh, less than a base runner per inning, six strikeouts. The ball was moving. He was nasty. He, 
Um, faltered in the eighth. Uh, uh, Girardi back, brought him back out for the eighth, and I, which you know I didn't have a problem with with the pitch count, but uh, wasn't able to get any outs in the eighth. Ultimately, um, the Phillies shut it down. Connor Brogdon brought in there. I, I thought it might have been kind of a waste. Didn't come back to bite him, but I didn't uh, think Brogdon needed to come in in a, a eight-two game at that point there, but. Um, they get the outs. Brandon Kinsler gets the out. They end up winning the game 9-2, an easy one. The bat showed up, like I said. And, and again, I, Eflin was awesome. And, uh, you know, two out of three starts this year, Eflin's been great. And the other one, um, he struggled early, but then really settled in and wasn't able to close out. I think Eflin still has some issues closing games out. And, uh, you know, we've seen him in the past get in more of a groove and throw some complete games and all that type of stuff. So, um I certainly am. Uh, I'm sure he can get there, but right now, you know, a little bit just finishing out. But obviously, didn't matter as much when at the time you're up eight nothing. Or um, so I think that 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 certainly helps. Either way, it was it was a big win for the team, and Eflin showed up when they needed him to. And um, it was exciting to see because uh, they needed it. You know, they really did. And uh, Mickey Moniak uh, makes his debut that night. It wasn't a great weekend for making the play, though. He did in this game, and Harper too. Harper had a couple bombs. That one that was for sure a home run on a uh, a normal non-windy night. The wind definitely stopped at least one Harper homer, maybe two. And Mick, it looked like one that certainly had a shot to get out that that didn't. But uh, on the whole, a tough weekend for Mick. But he's still 22, just coming up. Give him a chance. Certainly not concerned. Uh, though the the numbers of Philly center fielder, you know, people were tweeting out all weekend uh, hasn't gotten a hit. Since April 6th, any player at that position, so between Hazley Quinn and Mickey, that's uh, not good. I think we just say that. We're not going to rant about the center fielder tonight because the Phillies won 2-3. And, and look, Mick played good uh, defensively and had some good at-bats. Uh, yesterday wasn't a great day for him offensively, but played good defense. And you know, that's more than Roman Quinn could say, too, and certainly more than any Adam Hazley could have said, too. So, um Mick gets a debut, nice see. All right, so Friday, that's a uh, a nice win. You're feeling good. You're a game above 500. We come back Saturday, and you just say, please, please just not let Matt Moore be terrible today. That's all we need. We have a, a, a real chance to, to win this game if Matt Moore could just not be terrible. And unfortunately, Matt Moore was terrible. Matt Moore, um, I don't know how many more starts you can give this guy. In the rotation, um, just, you know, doesn't give you a, a chance to win on a nightly basis. Matt Moore, two and two-thirds innings, six runs, five earned, five walks, four hits, allowed two home runs, was just awful. Matt Moore was awful. Again, only two and two-thirds innings. Um, look, we've seen nothing but bad from Matt Moore so far. Nothing but bad. You know, and uh, I know it's only been three starts, but I, I don't know how many more times you can roll him out there and 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 um, and continue the experiment. I mean, you can't give away games. You know, this is a as Bryce Harper's talked about and and talked about there, like that you can't afford to to give away games in this division. You can't afford to not show up because this division is so competitive and so good top to bottom that you really can't afford it. And yes, look, I know that as of right this moment, if I had to bet on, all right, Matt Moore's out of the rotation, who's in it? Wash my mouth out with soap, but but it would be Vin, Vinny Velasquez, but um, you know, we'll see Ranger Suarez in the minors. Maybe he can build it back up. He was hurt before. Um, Spencer Howard, who knows where, where they're at with him. Um, trade, 
uh, sign someone. I mean, I don't know if anything could be worse than Matt Moore. Vinny, maybe the only thing, I guess. I don't know. But Matt Moore's awful. And uh, one, two, three more starts like this, I don't, I don't think you can keep doing it. You know, I really don't. Uh, he lost in the game. And look, uh, JoJo came in after that, and he looked awful too. Gave up three runs, uh, velocity down for JoJo. That's that's a concern, something to keep an eye on. JoJo hasn't looked great since coming up, but I do believe in JoJo. I believe in the talent, but um, obviously has not looked great since coming up. Had the uh, bad outing in the Mets game, not covering first on that Hoskins play, which was a brain fart and and or a, a effort issue. Either way, it was not. Not ideal, and uh, and really struggled on Saturday night. Ultimately, um, the Phillies unable to, to claw their way back. Felt like they, you know, kind of were fighting. Uh, they get up early, one nothing in the first. Really looked like they had a chance to get more, but couldn't uh, score on Bohm's single. Then in the third, Yadier Molina, the ageless wonder, a three-run bomb made it three-one. Then it was four-one on the Young homer, five-one, six-one. Then it felt like the Phillies were going to claw back there. They get a couple in the third, and it felt like they could add more. Um, but it's 6-3 then, and then um, the Phillies, uh, you know, it, it just got pushed away again. Nolan Arenado had two runs, I mean, 8-3, and then it was 9-3, and the Phillies will score one more, and they had a couple shots where they had some, um, you know, uh, runners on uh, with opportunities and, and just couldn't convert. Uh, one of those games where, you know, um, it didn't feel it, it didn't feel like they were going to win, don't get me wrong, but it definitely didn't feel like the Phillies were – were completely out of it offensively. Like it felt like they had some semblance of a chance, but the pitching just couldn't couldn't keep it together. Um, so still 13 strikeouts for the Phils. That's obviously way too many, especially against a um, you know not overpowering St. Louis staff, especially considering the starter only went you know Kim only went three innings, three earned. So not able to take advantage of that bullpen as much as you'd like to see them. Um, but ultimately, this one comes back on the pitching, comes back on Matt Moore without question for sure. And uh, Matt Moore's bad. <laughs> There's no other way to talk about it. He is a, he is a real problem. Also, uh, I forgot to mention, hanging into this game, uh, Bryce Harper uh, was out with a back uh, tightness. And a little scary uh, because Harper obviously has had the back issues for a little while now. And uh, they were pretty bad from everything we've heard last year at times. So... Uh, you're concerned, obviously you feel better after what we'll get to in a minute, talking on Sunday's game. Harper was awesome. Um, and he's, and he crushing the ball on Friday, even though he didn't, you know, have more than a double to show for it. He should have, but, um, it feels like Harper's really locked in right now, which is one of those, um, dichotomies. You're concerned about the back, but excited about how he looks. We'll get to Harper again in a sec, but, um, ultimately again, back to Saturday. It's, it's Matt Moore. It's Matt Moore. It's Matt Moore. And that's the biggest issue. Chase Anderson is a fifth starter. But he's a fifth starter. He's okay. Like, he's not good, but he's not awful. He's not going to often give you zero chance to win. And Matt Moore gives you zero chance to win. He's significantly worse. And uh, and that's a problem. So it's something they're going to have to reckon with coming up here. All right, on a Sunday. Which was, as we mentioned before, the, the Aaron Nola game. The best start of his career. Ten innings. Only allows two hits. Excuse me. Uh, nine innings. Ten strikeouts. Um, 10 innings, uh, nine innings, 10 strikeouts, his first nine inning complete game of his career only allows two hits, no walks, 109 pitches to plow through a, again, solid to good St. Louis lineup. Um, he was awesome. He was awesome. It was the, uh, you know, we talked, we talked after Wheeler's first start of the season, the seven innings, 10 strikeout as uh, one of the best starts uh, we've seen in a long time from Philly. You know, some of the numbers were since holiday, all that stuff, but 
Um, then Nola one ups him just a few starts later. Uh, that was definitely the best start we've seen from Philly's pitcher probably since Hamill's no hitter, I would guess. Um, you know, that was on the road, not at Cincinnati Bank Park, but um, or at least, you know, maybe there's one other Vinny's start, maybe, you know, <laughs> funny enough that uh, that 16th strikeout. But um, Nola was amazing. He was amazing. He really was. And uh, again, um, in a situation like we just talked about where they, they needed that one on Friday, they got it, but then get pummeled on Saturday thanks to Matt Moore. They needed this one on Sunday. Avoid going five hundred under 500 um, at home with your ace on the hill. You need your ace to give you something, and uh, especially coming off that Mets game where, again, he wasn't bad. He just wasn't as good as Marcus Stroman, and you need him to be as good as the guy he's going up against. You need him to be better than John Gant when he's going up in the end, uh, John Gant in that spot, and he was. He was light years better. He was awesome. So, um, shout out to Nola again, nine innings, uh, outstanding his first career complete game. Uh, the first complete game, I believe since Nick Pavetta for the Phillies, a nine inning one. So awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. And, uh, and the Phillies needed it and, uh, they didn't get a ton of offense in this one. Uh, Bryce Harper, really the one who came to play Harper, got him up early, a, a absolute tank shot in the first inning. So you're, you're coming off Saturday, worried about the back Harper's in the lineup. That's a good thing. First inning. Boom. Just second deck missile out of the ballpark. Awesome to see. Made it one nothing, And then uh, the Phillies would add another run in the uh, fifth on an Alec Bohm sacrifice fly, uh, which it felt like they had a chance to get more there too, but weren't able to convert. Um, but ultimately only six hits on the day. Harper had three of them. Harper goes three for three with a single double, a homer. The double also a, a really nice piece of hitting too. Um, just went with the pitch uh, and uh, went opposite field with it. Kind of just slapped it down the line and uh, and ended up being a double help score run there. Hassan's would score after that, so it was a big hit um, in the game. Again, only two runs scored, um, so he was awesome, able to get it going. Also, I mean, honestly, Harper so now is uh, somehow all of a sudden batting two eighty nine with a OPS that is uh, just under a thousand. So. Um, 990 99 right in that range so uh over 990 so uh, all of a sudden harper heating up legitimately um jt's number is good ops over 900 you know, want to see bohm get going he's struggling but then uh dd uh, a quiet 296 but bang 296 and then and then the guy we haven't talked about enough and the guy i think they might need to, to move up in the lineup two for three again on sunday 352 average on the season easily the best on the team is is gene segura segura's been awesome He's been white hot. He's been locked in. It's the, um, honestly, like the the most Gene Segura that we expected to get when they traded for him, the, the hitting machine who had batted over 300 three years in a row or 300 or better three years in a row. That's the guy we expected to get, and that's what he's looking like right now. And, and obviously it's a small sample size, but – um, it's encouraging and it's exciting to see he's locked in. He's seeing the ball well, and he's, he's going to the opposite field with it. He's taking it where it needs to go. It's, uh, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm pretty excited about Segura. That could be a real boon for them. If out of nowhere, Segura kind of gives you a lot more than you expected, which he is capable of. He has batted over 300 multiple times in major league baseball. That is not a, a skill that everyone has, obviously really. So he's a legit hitter. If he can, uh, kind of, really put it together and, and keep this going, it would be it would be exciting. And I think he should be batting higher in the lineup. You know, McCutcheon didn't have a bad weekend, but still has been struggling mostly. Hoskins hasn't been walking as much, but um, Segura, I think, has, has earned a spot uh, a little higher in the lineup. He's been absolutely awesome. Um, so, um, 
nice to see. Look, they need to hit a little more, but they're starting to get going a little bit. And, and I think Harper getting going is obviously the kind of thing that could be a, a massive, massive X factor for this team moving forward. All right, starting to look ahead, we will get to, uh, of course, the uh, what's coming up in a minute. Um, uh, but first, the standings. Oh, and quickly, uh, shout out to uh, Jay Bruce uh, retiring yesterday unexpectedly. Like, as a Yankee, he just said, uh, I guess he felt like he didn't have it anymore. Mike Schmidt style and said, uh, you know, I'm hanging him up after this game today. And uh, uh, I don't know. I enjoyed the Jay Bruce era here. I thought he was really fun to have here. He, more fun memories than not. So I uh, wish you the best, Jay. All right, quickly, before we look ahead to the homecoming of sorts, as I said, um, it's wild to look at the standings right now because, like I said, um, they won't end up this way, really, other than the uh, Dodgers sitting at the top at 13-3 and three of all baseball. I think that's the only thing we could have predicted. But um, AL East, Boston, best team in the AL East, like everyone saw coming. I think their over-under was like 80 and a half. Uh, 10 and 6 the Rays 8 and 8 um, Toronto and Baltimore right behind them. And, and I think, again, even more shocking than Boston and first, the Yankees at 5 and 10 the worst team in the American League. How about that? I'm, I'm guessing that won't continue, but... I will enjoy it while it happens. And then the AL Central, who do you think's in first? Oh, just like everyone thought. And again, I know this is not going to continue. I'm not saying anything. It's just fun to think about because it's fun to look at. It's funny to look at. And see the Kansas City Royals in first place in 9-5. and five. Nice start for them. Indians playing better baseball, 8-7. Um, Minnesota, 6-8, a, a rougher start than I think a lot of people thought. AL West, how about this? Seattle at 10-6. and six. Everyone thought they would be last place, either them or the Rangers. Um, that's wild to see. And then Cincinnati at 9-6 and six in the NL Central. I think another one that wouldn't expect the, the Brewers 8-7, and seven, the Cubs in the dweller, uh, in the, the basement dweller. Uh, and look, the Padres at 10-7, and seven, but also the San Francisco Giants tied right there at 9-6 and six with them behind the Dodgers. And then, of course, in... Our division, the uh, the Mets at seven and four, um, game up on the Phils at eight and seven. Um, then uh, Miami seven and eight, uh, uh, Atlanta right behind them at six and uh, excuse me seven and nine, and then uh, Washington at five and eight. So obviously, way too early now. This matters, but look, nine and six, San Francisco Giants coming to town. Who would have thought when Gabe Kapler with this group that he has would be coming back to town for the first time? Uh, he would have the better record, just slightly, but he does. I didn't expect it. Uh, this should be fun. A legit homecoming of sorts. And, uh, of uh, you know, look, last year, you know, there's all kinds of things we could say about last year's season and all that, but I think one of the things that I'm happy about, not many things, but I'm happy that, that Gabe Kapler's return didn't happen with at least some fans in the stands. And we got some fans in the stands. That's going to be super fun to see how Gabe's received, how it all happens, and... uh uh, look, I, I, I like Gabe. I got no ill will towards him. He's gone. I don't care. I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, but it'll be, it'll be fun to see. And, uh, look, they're nine and six, uh, pitching matchups for the series. Um, are, uh, you know, not, not ideal The the, the giants, uh, getting at least, uh, in my eyes, their best starter in the first game here in, in uh, Kevin Gausman, who's a good pitcher and been good for them. And Desclafani has been good too. So Chase Anderson against, Kevin Gaussman tonight in the opener. Game two, Zach Wheeler against Logan Webb. Uh, I think you have the advantage with Wheeler there. And then I think you have the advantage in Wednesday's uh, day game, a 105er, uh, Eflin against Descafani. But Descafani's been good for them this year, and obviously Eflin has too. So it's, it's going to be a good one. The Giants play good baseball. So uh, a nice, 
should be a nice battle with Gabe. You need to take two or three. Yet again, got to take two or three. That that has to be the motto, the mantra. Um, but uh, especially going on the road after that, because then you're going to Colorado the rest of the weekend and then at St. Louis for four after that. And as we know, this team is way, 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 way better at home. So um, they definitely need a, to take two or three or sweep Gabe if you can, right? Please. Uh, but two or three at least. Either way, it's going to be super fun. TV, fun to be down at the ballpark, fun to watch. Gabe Kapler's return to Philadelphia, and I hope the Phillies can send him home with some losses. Either way, we'll react to it tomorrow. We'll react to the return, everything that happens and all that uh, tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.